Welcome to the Christology Podcast, Jesus at the Center. Jesus is truly at the center. We thank God for bringing us here. I'm here with my co-host and friend, my pal Dave. How you doing, sir? I'm good. Not as good as you. You caught a nice, big, fat bass today. Man, we're going to bring that up already. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> no, it was coming, man. It was big coming. old fish. It was coming. It was coming. We're going to talk about it. God is so, uh, so good. I was, uh, yeah, I went fishing today with my dad. <laughs> And my brother, and let me tell you something, I never catch the big fish. <laughs> like I'm 43 years now. old. It has not happened once in my life. I've never caught the big fish. But guess what? I caught the big one. Caught it. It was huge. If you look on our Instagram page, the Christology Podcast, um, you'll see the fish I caught. Right very, at the end. Very proud of it. Very proud. But you know what? We're here. It's our uh, third episode. And um, let's start with a prayer. Now I pray, let the words of our mouth, Lord, and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O oh, my Lord, my firm and penetrable rock and my Redeemer. Mm. Your word has revived us and given us life. Forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. God, we truly serve you. We love you. And we thank you, Lord, that we are going to change lives with this podcast, not by our might, right. nor by our power, by your spirit, God. Right. Shall we do this? And we claim this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So good to be here. Um, so good to be in the service of God. You know, we come to the uh, we come to the point we have so much going on this weekend. We have a conference tomorrow in Sierra Leone. Uh, we have, um, man. Just uh, we have this podcast and we have a Bible study and uh, at the uh, church tomorrow. Right after the, the conference. Right after the conference. But look, the Lord told me, he said, you know what? You can handle it. Everything you're going through, you can handle it because lives need to be changed. And God is looking for willing vessels, Lord. So just give us the strength to move forward here. So one thing I do want to encourage everybody just to serve God, serve God with your fullest, serve God with your whole heart, because God is listening for you. God's listening to see what you're going to do. Because he needs you to do what he needs you to do. Isaiah 66, 1, it claims it. It says that heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. Who's going to be, who's going to build me that house? Who's going to build me that place of rest? So that's our job. So getting into this episode, man, we titled this episode, The Diamonds of Sierra Leone. And that's based on um, what we're, what we're doing tomorrow. We're doing t tomorrow. What we're doing is, you know. We're spreading the, the name of Jesus. We're spreading the love of Jesus. We're spreading the gospel of Christ to a region where they don't know Jesus. They don't know Jesus. They don't know Jesus like we know him. Not that we're any better, but God has brought us to, to the point where we're going to be, be able to teach it. They want to know, yeah. They want to know. They're hungry to know, and God has blessed us. Me and Dave have actually been doing a Bible study in Sierra Leone for for um, about two months now. Yep. And we're at the point now where it's just like the church that we have is starting to be impacted to the point when they, they want to share the gospel to other people. So what we're doing is we, uh, we raise some money, we raise some money. We got to, we're going to feed them two meals. We got the projector going and look, we're going to talk to them about the love of God. It's going to be, uh, me, Dave, and one of our, our brothers, Patrick, who is just an awesome guy. Awesome. Uh, man of God. We just talked to him before this. We're, we're, we're almost a little exhausted <laughs> just from, uh, he's deep. Yeah. Yeah. Just from listening to him. It's just like, man, we got, we still got to record a podcast because he provides so much information and you go like, man, I, I need to keep what God has for me 
and what he God's had for the people because he's one that will make you just uh, ponder life. And he's a Catholic. He's yeah. Catholic. And, you know, I think God is looking for people like, like Patrick who's willing to spend time with him. And we're going to kind of get into that here. Yeah, the Diamonds of Sierra Leone. It's, you know, it's the people. And, man, you were playing that song last week. Diamonds of Sierra Leone. Yeah, yeah. It was a... Uh, it made us think about us actually going and doing the service in Sierra Leone and how they are diamonds. They're diamonds. Yeah. These people, like, God has something special for everyone, and God sees everybody as valuable. It doesn't matter what you're going through. God still sees you as valuable, even though you may have, you maybe have the, the dirt and the mire and the muck of life all over you. God says you're special, and I got a special plan for you. And I, what we're going to talk about first is in... Uh, Luke 8, man, God was showing us something. I wanted to talk to Dave about it, kind of see where we're going, kind of see where um, God has taken us. Because overall, what we want is people who listen to these messages to, to get something they can use in their life. I, um, I want to subtitle this before we get started, um, Hearing from God. Hearing from God, because I think it's very essential that we understand what it means to hear from God. And what is the path to hear from God? Can, you tru- can we truly hear from God? There are people who argue, no, you can't hear from God. God doesn't talk to anybody anymore. But look, we're not there. We're at the point we know that the Spirit gives life. And if the Spirit gives life, the Spirit can communicate with you. But it's our job to do the same. Amen. It's our, our job to do the same. Yeah, we have work to do. We yes. have to move. The work of God is to know the one he sent, Jesus. So we need, yeah, we need to move. Mm-hmm. We're going to focus on Luke 8, and, uh, and we're going to co- uh, focus on a couple verses in that chapter. And I know, uh, again, we're talking about hearing from God. And I want everybody to understand, like, where are you in your personal life? Are you communicating with God? Not just are you communicating with God, uh, you know, by saying a little prayer. Are you spending time with God? I was watching a TV show. It was like someone trying to teach uh, parental counseling. She said, look, love, love is a four-letter word, and it's spelled T-I-M-E, mm. and it blew my mind. I said, wow, that's true. Love is spending time. Do you love Christ? Do you love God? Are you actually spending time with him? So that's where we're going to get. Everybody says, God's not talking to me. Here's the question. Are you spending time with God? Are you spending time with God? So we're going to get into Luke 8. I want to focus. I'm going to give you a little background on, on Luke 8. Luke 8 starts off here. Um, of course, you got, it talks about the women who are helping Jesus. These women were helping Jesus. Mary Magdalene, who, um, who's represented so well in The Chosen, and uh, by that young lady, uh, Tabish, I think is her last name. She mm-hmm. does so well. Uh, Elizabeth? Yeah, yeah, she does so well. Man, she kills it. I watch episode one again, and the way she just, man, she nails, she nails it. Whew. But Jesus cast out seven demons from her. We know that. It says it uh, here. And it talks about the other women who were helping Jesus. Then it talks about Jesus goes into a parable about, you know, you know, the planting of the seeds, the sower who went out to sow. And then he instantly after that, it was a mystery to a lot of people. He gets into talking about how we listen to God, how we hear from God. And I love, I love it so much that he's talking about these stories. And what, it, what I want everybody to realize, like, God's talking to you, right? God's saying something to you. God's saying something that you need to hear. God's saying something that not only do you need to hear it, you need to tell others about it. You need to tell people who you love. You need to tell your loved ones about it. How do I hear from God? 
I spent a lot of time getting to where I am today. There's a song, an old, old timey song. It's a hymn. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. We all know that song. Just to take him at his word. And the second stanza, it says, how I proved him o'er and o'er, which is over and over. How I proved him. What does that mean? That means you got to test Jesus. God said, please test me. In, in the Old Testament, it says, concerning my ways, command ye me. Which means God is saying, man, step out there. Use your faith. Use your faith. And like Dave always says, faith's got to move. Faith's got to move. You know how as a kid, when I was a kid, or, or my kids now, you tell them things over and over. Mm. And uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then we finally get it. I mean, that's the same here. It's the same stuff. I've, you know, I just considered so many things I heard for so many years. The reason I'm here right now is because I wanted to see if these cliches, yeah, there was if what if there was truth behind them. You know, I was a, I'm a theologian, but okay, Jesus loves you. Jesus died for your sins. What does that mean? And yeah. I'm I'm still figuring it out. But I tell you what, when I started moving to learn a little bit about it, everything started to change. Everything. Yeah. And look where you are now, man. Dave was just, uh, Dave was just interviewed by uh, a great guy, awesome guy, David. Hookstead, yeah. Hookstead. Uh, he interviewed him on his podcast, and Dave was actually able to share some of the things that he hasn't shared with a lot of people. But here's the thing about it. He decided years ago to take the route of faith. He decided to take the route of faith, and I want everybody within yourself to decide, like, Man, let me just get into what God was showing me. I just want to really share this with you. I'm going to take my time because I want everybody to understand this. And this is going to be a major play in your life. In Luke 8, 8, it says, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Right? Then Jesus persists to tell them to explain the parable of the sower. Which means Jesus was saying, I am going to represent the spirit right now. He gave them the parable of the sower. He gave them that parable. People were like, I don't even know what that means. It went, over, it went over a lot of people's head to the fact the disciples had to say, what does that even mean? And he says to them, he says in verse 10, unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. It's very, it's very important that you understand what the kingdom of God is. You must first understand that there's two kingdoms, you know, in Hebrews 1, 2, it says, by whom also he made the worlds, you know, through Jesus Christ, through the brightness of his glory. He made the worlds. What are the worlds? We got to understand that there's two worlds. A lot of people think when you think about the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of earth, when you talk about the spiritual, you're talking about something spooky. And I want mm. everybody to hear this. You know, it's not. Visible and the invisible. Yeah, it's the invisible. And we have to reckon. We have to reckon within ourselves that the invisible is more real than the visible. And that's where, where it lies from hearing from God. We got to recognize, you know, why did Jesus say unto you is given the mysteries? Because they knew Jesus. They were around him. So the closer you get to Christ, the more he's going to show you. First of all, we yeah. got to understand that. But the good news is with this uh, is that the second I turn to Jesus and, yes. and repent or something, it's done. It's, it's just it's like that done. in the invisible world. So yeah, we can't see it, but, but when I move it there, it's done. Then the... The emotional and the, the physical lags behind. That is so powerful. Everybody needs to hear that because when you turn your life over to Christ, you are a, you are our partaker. You are a partaker of His divine nature. You gain the attributes of Christ. 
That's something we have to understand. And it's through his inheritance. We are to receive the inheritance of Christ. And that's his divine nature. It's like in order to receive inheritance, someone has to die. And God mm. did die in the life of Jesus. So when we accept Jesus, we receive also the inheritance. And that's healing. That's his glory. Life. His life. You know, success. You know, we got to understand, like, that's available to you. That's yeah. accessible to you. Yeah. But you have to realize that. You know, in John 3, we're talking about the Spirit now. John 3, 3, he's talking to Nicodemus. And I want everybody to hear this. It says, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So we must understand. And in, in verse 5, he says, except a man be born of water, that's the natural birth, and of the spirit, the spiritual birth, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. And so we must come to the understand who we are, who you are as a, as a member of this earth. As an earthling, you're more important than you think. If you look at the context of that scripture, it says that which is born of spirit, which is a capital S, is spirit, lowercase s. So we must understand within ourselves what, what is this? What does this mean to me? What does this mean to me? And I want everybody to, to kind of focus on God, focus on this revelation because it's going to change your life. Yeah, when you get alone, after, right after this, test it, okay? Yeah. Um, this, the kingdom of God is where God is moving. Yep. And God is moving here because we are inviting him in. We, we prayed, we praised him, we invoked him, we, we, we sought him, okay? Same with with us when we go out in our lives and when we mm. pray at dinner, you know, if it's not just blah, blah, blah. Um, the kingdom of God is where God is moving. The kingdom of God is where God, that is so powerful. That is, look, that's powerful. Heaven is his throne, the earth is his footstool. Isaiah 66, 1. So that means the kingdom of God consists of the intermingling of the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of earth. And that can only be done through Jesus Christ. Come on, see that. It's through Jesus. It's through Jesus. That's why we say Jesus at the center. We can sit here and us, you know, just talk your ears off. But one thing that we want you to hear is like Jesus is actually the center. Jesus is not just a word we're saying just to make ourselves feel like we're important, to feel that we're good. Jesus is the way. So let's talk about the Spirit, the Spirit, the third person of the, of the Trinity. It's capital S, Spirit, the Holy Spirit. That's who it is. The Spirit births. The Spirit, it says, that which is born of Spirit is Spirit. Therefore, we understand that there's another world that we have access to. So what is the human spirit, the lowercase spirit? I want you to know that, and I got this from the Watchman Nee Spiritual Man. The spirit consists of three things. Your intuition, that which makes you say, hmm, hmm. maybe I should go this way. Maybe I, should, maybe I should take a nap. Maybe I should stay up and get, stay on my word. You know, your intuition, your conscious, and your communion with God. That's your spirit. That's the human spirit. The, the issue is with life is if we're not, if we, if we, if we have not received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, what happens is we, um, when we have not received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we don't have that communion with God. But as soon as we accept Jesus Christ in our life, we gain access to communicate with God. Of course, God can always hear us, but hearing God, you, you have to start off by accepting Jesus as your Lord. And Quick Savior. army story. We got to have an army story, right? Got to have one. <laughs> so in 2009, finishing up my last combat rotation that I went on in Kirkuk, 
which is where Daniel's tomb is. I mean, that's where Daniel, you know, was drug off to and, and ended up living in Babylon. But uh, it was the end, and I was tired. You know, my daughter was four or five years old, and I was just so tired from going and going and going. And they said, does anybody want to take Arabic? And it's a year-long course. And, like, nobody wanted to, but I've always loved language. And the thing is, nobody wanted to because you got made fun of, like, oh, you're not, you're not on the teams anymore, you know, out there. Like, <laughs> you're taking a break, even though it's 14-hour days. So I prayed about it, and, you know, I was reading my Bible. I wasn't, I didn't know Jesus like I do now, but I hit my knees, and the second, man, I was like, should I do this? Yes! It was <laughs> like a host of angels. Oh, yeah, you're doing it. Wow. And it was like, really? Yes. <laughs> nice. Okay. So I did. And that set me on a course to where I was able to go to Israel, <laughs> just meet some fascinating people and, and get some rest, mm -hmm. you know, still had a lot of stuff to work through and out, but, um, yeah, that's God, powerful. Yeah. Just, you know, at the end of the day, what we're really talking about is hearing from God. And I want you to understand, like, wow. sometimes you just got to move forward. Sometimes in your intuition, you feel like God is saying something. But a lot of times people fall short with because they say, no, nah, nah, that wasn't God. That wasn't God. You know, we started this podcast just based on, all right, we feel like the Lord is saying this. Let's do it. Let's put it to the test. And we start putting our resources together. And here we sit. We're sitting here in a Dave cave just enjoying life. And it's, it was because of our faith. Well, three years ago, we just met. Yep. And he, he didn't tell me right away, but soon after he said, we're going to work together one day. And I was like, okay, we'll see. I instantly knew it. I inst <laughs> Look, I sat there when I first met Dave. We're sitting there just talking to each other. And I saw that his heart wasn't the same heart. We have, we, of course, the heart is the heart. But we were compatible with our, with our mission to love God and to love people. And that's something that always, you don't find that within the body. Some people just like preaching. But man, I, I want to know more of God, especially in 2019 when that was. Man, I just wanted to know more, 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 more about God. And I love this scripture. It's in John 8. And I just want you to understand, you know, and I'm going to re make reference to the story Dave just told. John 3 verse 8 said, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound, but canst not tell whence it cometh or whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Dave heard it. He heard the spirit say, yes, do the class. And his job, he, don't, he didn't know where it came from or where it was going, but he knew that he had, he had the responsibility to listen to the spirit. And we have to get there in our lives. Yeah. What does that song say again? How I proved him or and or. How I proved him or and or. We have to prove God. We got to prove that God is God. And that, that requires our action. Put Jesus to the test. It does. Paul talks to Timothy, chapter 1, he says it three times, twice in chapter 1 and once in 3, faith and conscience are connected. So with, with faith and a clear, good conscience, um, talk to God. If we don't clear our conscience, and, and that just, that means, mm -hmm. that means confession yeah. and unity yeah. in the Spirit. It's, it's hard, but when you do it, it's, it's like a little kid. And it's going to be like some stuff is going to be tough. It's going to be tough sometimes if you're going to do stuff for, for God. So that's when people are looking at you and saying, what are you doing? But God is saying, I need you to start to pursue me. I wrote a book, Five Ways to Walk Closer to God. And I wasn't in the best mental place in my life. 
I was kind of actually going through some struggles in my life. But God said, I want you to write this book and I want you to write it now. You know, the Bible says that my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So you got to realize that not sometimes when God speaks to you, it's not going to be when you think he should speak to you. Mm. You know, this is God. For sure. And I want everybody to know this. <laughs> Look and out we, for that. Yeah. Bringing this show down to a close. I don't think we're going to be that, going that long, but bringing this show to the close, I want everybody to think about your life. Think about your personal life. Think about where you are. Think about your goals. Think about where you're trying to go. And understand, like, in order to get there, you're going to have to spend time with God. You're going to have a lot of people say, you know, we, we just talked to Patrick about that. People think, like, I want to be a Christian. I want to serve God, but they're unwilling to spend time with God. And what does that mean to you? How do you spend time with God? What is your personal routine, Dave? Well, you, this morning it didn't happen. And so I, I played the meditation in a car. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't wake up early, like, but normally I'm up at 4.35 and I, I come down here. Mm -hmm. I do my readings, uh, a gospel reading, a New Testament uh, reading, just a section, and an Old Testament section. Mm -hmm. And then I do a 10-minute with Jesus thing. And then I, I spend some time with God, but it's... You know, there are so many other things on my mind. Mm -hmm. And I just tell God, why am I thinking about fishing when uh, this is my time with <laughs> yeah. you, Lord God? And and why can I spend an hour yeah. playing solitaire, Yeah, but I'm rushed <laughs> yeah. with you? It's it's just embarrassing, but I just be honest about it. Yeah, and I think that's what it's all about, man. I My routine, and I think I have a really good morning routine, and it's important to, to, to do your morning routine. And I, you know, <laughs> I must confess as well. I have my brother here from Phoenix and we had, I woke up kind of, uh, crawled out of bed and we got ready. We went fishing, of course, back here at Dave's place. And, you know, of course I caught that fish baby, but at the end of the day, man, my routine, I, um, I wake up, man, I like to say, good morning, Lord. I like to nice. say, good morning, Lord. I don't even get on my knees. Like I'm not a, you know, and I got bad knees. That's why I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, uh, but what I like to do, like, man, I get before God, I sit down, I like to, first of all, just say, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to wake up this morning. Here's why we're talking about this, guys, because everybody needs a routine. In, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. What greater way to get direction from God than in the beginning of the day? So I acknowledge God as, as Lord, you know, and I start to think about people, things that I need to maybe uh, ask God to forgiving, forgive me for. But then I go in kind of a personal session when like, you know, I'm a minister and I minister to people. I minister to people all over the world. But I like to get a personal session. What, what am I dealing with? Where in the Bible can I read about what I'm dealing with? I'm talking about issues that I personally have because we all go through stuff. Like, man, I need to read something of anger because I shouldn't have went off on, you know, I shouldn't have raised my voice to my son like that. I shouldn't have done that. So let me find something on anger. So I look, look at it, and I get a personal word, and I, I talk to God about it, you know? Yeah, it begins then, in Scripture for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, And Then I move on to just praying in worship. I am a worshiper. You know, I pray in the Spirit. You know, I pray in tongues. I believe that. I, th I believe that the heavenly language is to be spoken just like a regular language. That's why my mom's taught me that from a, a young kid. So I spend time, you know, due Jude one twenty says, building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So I spend time praying in the Spirit. Everybody has a different way that they do it. I have it. I speak in tongues in, the, in my heavenly language, just like I speak English. And I've, I've been doing it for 30 years. So I understand how to get there. And I, my, my, my heart gets prepared. And as I do that, I might sing a song to the Lord, you know, 
and it just prepares my heart. My heart just, it's, my heart just starts to turn towards God. Mm. But sometimes I just sit with God. I, a lot of times I give them petitions, Lord, this is what I'm hoping for. This is what I need. But sometimes, yeah. look, it's not just about, it's not about just, sometimes it's about just spending time with God, not mm-hmm. saying nothing and not getting an answer, just being acquainted with God. And God will appreciate that. And he will get you what he needs to get to you. Yeah. So what, what Ty's doing there is he's obeying God and he reaps the the consequences, the blessings of that. Mm-hmm. Therefore, consider Luke eight eighteen carefully. Jesus says, "How you listen, mm-hmm. not that you listen." Mm. They make sure that you listen. Did you hear that? Yep. Yeah, yeah. How nice. you listen, and and he goes on to how you listen is put it into practice. Nice. Jesus doesn't talk much to us. I'm talking people in the future. He does in the high priestly prayer in John seventeen eighteen, and he does here in Luke. Um, he says, you know, who are my mothers and, and brothers? It's those who, uh, Luke 8, 21, my mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and put it into practice. Nice, nice. I love that. In Luke 9, 44, listen carefully to what I'm about to tell you. It's important that we listen for the voice of God. We must realize that we can listen for the voice of God. Yeah. God says, I created you in my own image after my likeness. And you have Jesus Christ. Hebrews, let me get to this. That's huge. You, we can listen. Just Yeah. You just, that's it. Yeah. We can listen to God. We can. We have access. We're that special. And a lot of people don't realize how special that you are. <laughs> and that specialness is found through Jesus Christ. And it's important that everyone understands how special you are. Amen. You know, I love Hebrews 1. Hebrews 1, I'm, 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 this is talking about Jesus. Verse 1 through 3, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophet, hath in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he had appointed heir of all things, by whom he made the world. I just mentioned that verse in the beginning. Who being in the brightness of his glory, the expressed image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had purged himself of our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. We must understand that with the life Jesus lived, he is now sitting on the right hand of the Father, and we're sitting in him in heavenly places. It says that in Ephesians, in Christ Jesus, we have access to the Father through Jesus Christ. And if we have access to the Father, we should really pay attention to what the Spirit is saying. Amen. We should. We Amen. should get to the point where we understand, like, the Spirit is reality. Redemption yeah. is reality. Redemption. You have been redeemed. You've been washed. You have been set free. You have been sanctified. You have been justified. That's real life. But a lot of times, the devil and your own mind, don't just give everything to the devil. Sometimes it's your own head. You're so filled with guilt of your past the shame of your past, the remorse. But God's saying, no, you've been redeemed. And if you've been redeemed, I have set you free and I have made all things new. And if that is true in your life, you need to walk in it. That's moving by the Spirit. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, we must know him. The more the more we know him, the more we can listen to him. We can carefully listen to him. And then we can pray more effectively, hear more effectively, live happily. It, It's happening. It, it works. It nice. doesn't work. It is. God's nice. not neutral uh, about this, so mm-hmm. I'm not. I shouldn't be neutral. Either. No. And the question that you need to pose yourself: Am I hearing from God? 
am I hearing from God? And how, how do you know you're hearing from God? Because you're testing him by your actions. That's one thing we need to know. If God says, hey, I want you to, I want you to pray for, uh, I want you to pray for Mary. I want you to pray that, she's, uh, that she finds peace in the situation that you have no idea what she's going through. So you say, hmm. All right, I'm going to pray for Mary. So, Lord, heal Mary, whatever Mary's going through. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you're in it, that she's something great is going to happen in Mary's life. All of a sudden, Mary comes to you at work and says, man, I don't know why, but, man, I'm just having the great, the greatest day. Everything went wrong, but now I'm having an awesome day. What does that say to you? That means you just heard from God. Yeah. And so my sheep hear my voice. Twice. So it's important. Yeah, exactly. So it's important that if your sheep, if you hear the voice of God, that you recognize that was God. And that's how I understand how to hear from God now, because once you hear from God, you understand the voice of God. God's going to come to you. He's going to say, Ty, I need you to do this. And you're like, OK, I got it. Let me just do it. Let me just do it. And then you see the results. And sometimes you don't see the results. God told me to do something. I was involved in this big business deal in, in Ghana, in Africa. I was I was running it. I was heading this business deal. I felt like God was just all up in it. I'm I'm spending time and money in this deal. You know, we're talking about a big export deal. We're talking about an over a hundred million dollar project. We got all people set in place. Everybody's so happy. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, bills are piling up, but I'm like, you know what? I got this. I got this. You know, that project just fell. It fell. All the money I spent, all the time I invested, it fell. And I was like, God, I thought you were saying this. But God is saying, you just wait. And I have not seen the result of that, but I want to put it on wax. We got this recorded. That look, something good was going to hack all the research I did on how to bring a, a factory to the country of Ghana mm. to help an Ada, Ada Foa, to help a lot of, uh, of the citizens in that area to, to for, even for the country to create an export. I was involved in it. I was, man, I had a company in Houston involved. I had a company in Miami. We had investors in Ghana and and, and Saudi Arabia, it was about to go down, but somebody, I don't want to get into it, someone did wrong, and they, we pulled the plug on the whole thing. And all the money I spent, all the time I invested, I said, man, did I waste that? And God's saying, no, no, I told you to do that. Mm. And I kind of know what he's doing with it, but I'm going to wait till it comes to fruition. But God is saying, look, even though it may have failed the way you thought, I'm still working in you. That's trust. So you see the connects trust is the verb for faith. Yeah. In, in Greek it's it's a noun and a verb. Mm. In English faith isn't a verb but it should be. Yeah. Trust. Um so yeah, that's trust. There's the connection of uh yeah, faith and uh, how we listen to God. Nice. 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 Well, pray, move, communicate. Pray, pray, move, communicate. It's our motto. That is our Tell motto. Tell him our motto. Yes, yes. We're going to go and end this episode. We thank God for bringing us here. We thank God for what he's doing in our life. Uh, let's go and pray us out, Dave. Father God, mighty God, mighty, awesome God. You know, you just you put on my heart now and at the beginning when Ty brought up Isaiah a couple of times. There's a verse in Isaiah where it says, God looks down at the circle of the earth. This is in 700 BC, Lord God. Praise your name. Oh, wow. Hallowed be your name, Lord God. 700 BC, Isaiah wrote down the circle of the earth. They had, they didn't know that. In fact, they thought the opposite. So, God, you are God. You always have been. You always will be. Thank you that you tell us to listen gently and sternly 
that you care, that you want us to listen. We thank you, Lord God, for providing, for loving us, and for bringing us along, Lord God. We pray for our listeners out there. Bless and protect and comfort them, Lord God. Be with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.